In order to make a good impression on others, we might do things that don't always align with our values. We might pretend to be someone we're not or put up a facade to make ourselves look better. While these things might seem necessary in the moment, they can cost us in the long run. By compromising our values, we lose sight of who we are and what's important to us and invite a whole lot of unwanted stress into our lives. So instead of trying so hard to impress others, the focus should be on trying to be true to ourselves and building positive relationships based on honesty and respect. In this conversation with Giovanna Silvestri, aka Confused Girl, she shares her journey from cool jobs, unhappy person, to risking it all for freedom and peace, happy person. We talk about the struggles of letting go of safety nets and starting your own business. When others say, get a real job. We also touched on the importance of doing self-check-ins to keep stress at bay. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to her. Listen to yourself and find your true nature and happiness. I'm Bob Wheeler, and this is Money You Should Ask, where we explore why we do what we do when it comes to money. Giovanna Silvestri graduated from the University of Southern California with a degree in international relations and later worked in the entertainment industry. Her jobs included being the assistant to film director Kenneth Branagh on the first Marvel Studios Thor film and working alongside Anthony Hopkins and Natalie Portman. She created her activewear brand, Confused Girl, from the ground up. She's designed and successfully marketed a full collection of Confused Girl products, accumulated over a thousand loyal brand ambassadors worldwide and has been featured on NBC, Forbes, and many more international publications. As an influencer, she was one of the first female influencers Audi has ever worked with. She's also collaborated with some of the biggest global brands, including T-Mobile, Target, Crocs, Ritz-Carlton, and many more. She spent several years living in different parts of the world, Indonesia, Thailand, and Italy, to name a few, while writing her upcoming book and continuing to build her Instagram platform. The self-love and courage she developed were made possible by the lessons she writes about in her soon-to-be-released book, Confused Girl, Find Your Peace in the Chaos. Giovanna, welcome to the show. I appreciate you taking the time because I know you got a lot going on. And even though I know you just woke up, (laughs) there's a lot going on in the day. So I have to ask, just off the bat, what does the role of being a multi-hyphenate influencer, clothing designer, soon-to-be author fully entail? Oh my God, so many things. (laughs) By the way, thank you for having me. Very happy to be here. Did just wake up. (laughs) (laughs) So I am a little groggy still. Okay, wait, sorry. What does my life entail? What was the question? Yeah, because you've got your multi-hyphenate influencer, clothing designer, and you've got a book coming out. Like that's a lot to start your day. I mean, no wonder you're tired. (laughs) (laughs) It is a lot. But when you read it like that, it sounds like a lot of things and I'm juggling a lot of things. But I think there was such a slow progression of everything through the years. Mm -hmm. It's like one thing just led into the other. So actually, a big goal of mine is really to not stress. Like I try to stress out the least amount possible. So if I need a day to just go and be by the beach, I'm going to go be by the beach. Yeah. I'm not the type of person that's like, okay, I'm up at 5am. Then I need to work out. Then I need to do this. Then I, no, 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 no. (laughs) 
if I want to sleep in, I sleep in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because I was I up at 5 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I know this sounds so different than everybody else. I am very disciplined. I do have a schedule. I do make sure that I work out like five times a week. I do get all my work done, but I do it in my particular way. And I try not to stress myself out. Well, that's awesome. And let me ask you this. What's the clue? Like you wake up and you're starting to stress out and in hindsight that a day at the beach would be great. Do you like, you're like, oh my God, beach time. Like, how do you arrive at that moment to take care of yourself? If I'm feeling like there's nothing I need to get done at this moment, but I am feeling overwhelmed and I almost have this feeling I want to jump out of my skin. That's when I'm like, okay, we're doing some self-care today. Okay. Like, we're not going to be in front of the computer today. We're going to the beach and we're going to breathe some fresh ocean air and we're going to chill out because all this other stuff can wait, you know? Yeah. Like, obviously, if I make appointments or meetings like today, I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm sorry. I got to go to the beach because I have integrity. <laughs> Thank you. I, <laughs> I believe in having integrity and showing up to my commitments. Yeah. But then after this, I might say, hey, I'm done. I'm going to go to the beach. <laughs> I'm done. That was stressful. I'm going to the beach. No, that's great. So you just do a check-in. Yeah. Yeah, that's so important. Yeah, I really believe that stress, it cuts life short. Yeah, for sure. Even more than food, smoking, drinking. You know, I think stress is like a number one killer. Yeah. And I just try to avoid that as much as possible. Absolutely. Stress, people stress out on money. All kinds of things, heart attacks, health issues, all stress, 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 stress. Related. Related. Family. Very stressful. <laughs> I'm never enough. I need more, 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 more stress, 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 stress. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That internal voice. Shut up. <laughs> right. It goes crazy. Now, you have a clothesline. And when you got into apparel, was that something like as a kid, you were like, I'm going to design clothes for the world or something that just organically happened? You know what? Now that I think about it, I did used to draw dresses and clothing. I mean, I have an activewear line, so I wasn't drawing activewear. Right. But now that I think, it's funny how you end up doing something. And when you really think about it as a kid, you were actually kind of there in a way. Yeah. I loved being in front of the camera. I loved taking photographs. I loved like, yeah, drawing, designing my dresses. I did love doing that kind of stuff. I don't think I had the context like, oh, I'm going to be a fashion designer or I'm going to be an actress. I don't know. I can't really remember ever wanting to be something in particular. But it's interesting because I actually went on a very different path. Mm -hmm. In my earlier adult years, like in my 20s, I worked in the film industry. I worked behind the camera. I worked in real estate for a bit. I did a lot of different things. And it wasn't until my late 20s that I got into all of this. Mm -hmm. So you used crystals as an inspiration for your activewear. And like, how did that come about? You were just like, I love sitting with the crystals. What's the story? Okay, so it's interesting because I wasn't like this crazy hippie girl that's like, <laughs> I just sit around with my crystals in my house. And, you know, like people put their crystals out and cleanse them in the moonlight. And, right. I mean, I didn't even own a crystal. 
I was going through a quarter life crisis, which is real. Don't laugh. It's actually real. And it happens. They call it also Saturn returns. They say it's every 27 years. It happens in your late 20s. Okay. I was going through this big transformation and I felt like I wasn't living in my truth and I wasn't happy either. Like I was actually quite miserable inside myself. I was in, I describe it as a mental prison. I actually understand what being in prison is like because I was in a mental prison and I didn't know how to get out of it. And I remember at some point going, I actually wish I was in a physical prison, but was free in my mind. Right. Because that would feel better than actually being mentally in prison. I just, all these reoccurring negative thoughts. And there was like an obsessive compulsive thinking. It was like on a record player, which would just go round and round. And I couldn't, anyway. So I'm like, I have to take care of myself. I have to figure out how to get myself out of this depression. Yeah. So I started doing lots of yoga and meditation. And this was at a time when there wasn't a yoga studio on every corner. This was still at a time when it was a bit more niche. And so I started doing yoga and just the yoga gave me a little reprieve in my mind. After yoga class, I would just be like, the mind chilled out for a second. And I had a bit of peace. So I was like, okay, I need to keep doing this because I couldn't seem to find the peace anywhere else. Yeah. Then I started meditating and I was reading like every self-help book available to me because I was trying to help myself. And on this journey, I met this healer. He had all these really amazing crystals. And he said, I want you to take two and keep them. So I took them to my house. And I just thought they were so beautiful. And I've worked in the film industry. I've been in multi-million dollar mansions with lots of wealthy items around me. And I thought, oh my gosh, these things are some of the most beautiful, beautiful pieces of accessories in the house. I'm like, they're so gorgeous. And I thought, okay, I want to do something with these crystals, but I didn't know what. Mm -hmm. So one day I came up with the idea of making yoga wear inspired by healing crystals. That's what I did. There you go. <laughs> well, that's pretty awesome. Like it did sort of organically, you got led there. You're doing the yoga, the crystals came to you, and then you went back to yoga wear. Exactly. It all just kind of went from like one thing to the next. I mean, there was no thought out plan on this. If my brain's just like, okay, cool, let's do this now. Okay, let's go do this. <laughs> well, that feels more in line with the, I think I'll wake up when I wake up versus got to get up at five o'clock, got to find the clothing. Like it's just more of letting it come to you and maybe following your intuition a little bit. Yes, exactly. Because I used to very much be the girl that was really hard on myself, super disciplined. You have to get up at this hour. You got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this. And I'm like, I don't want to live a life if I got to do this. I mean, of course, sometimes you got to do this, right? And I get that. It's about balance. But I don't want every single day to be like a push. Yeah. I want to have some joy and some levity in my day. When you were going through this, did you find your family was supportive? Did they, yay, go do this, follow your bliss and do whatever you want? Or were they like, could you just sort of keep a nine to five job? It'd be much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty much like, okay, what are you doing? You're, you're starting a brand called Confused Girl. Right. Are you confused? <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, just get a job. And what I did was I worked a bunch of 
part-time jobs to be able to start the activewear line, Mm -hmm. which was, to be honest, there's nothing wrong with working part-time jobs or the jobs that I did. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it at all. But at that time, you know, I went to private school my entire life. I was a graduate from USC. I was working very competitively in the film industry, working like for Marvel Studios and stuff on huge productions in my 20s. I was like competitive. Yeah. So the part-time jobs was embarrassing to me. Right. It was really embarrassing. I didn't want to tell people about it because I was embarrassed. But mm-hmm. I'm like, well, this is the only way to actually try to see if this will work. And it's now or never, girl. Let's do it. I have to ask a little bit about this because I think this is for a lot of people. I don't want to assume here, but it sounds like there might have been a little privilege. Yeah. Right. And now you have to present a certain way. I've got to present. I went to USC. I did da 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 da. Yeah. And now uh, I got to take a part time job if I want to go for what I want. Like, what was that struggle like? Well, I was already in the process of, I think I got to such a low point with inside of myself. And I was working the cool jobs and I was doing all of that stuff. And in that competitive realm with all my peers, right? Right. That went to USC or went to Harvard or went to here or went to there. Like I'm like right in there with them. Mm -hmm. And I was so unhappy. Yeah. And I didn't love myself. I didn't love myself. And every day was a push. So it was misery. Yeah. I was already broken down as a person. It's like my ego had been really cracked open because then I started to think, okay, so you have the fancy jobs, you're doing this, you're doing that. And it was never about money for me. It was more about the way I looked to other people, Mm -hmm. that I was doing something cool, that I was acceptable. It wasn't about the money, really. So I was so already broken down with inside of myself that I was like, willing to do the part-time jobs to see if something else worked, but I was still embarrassed about it. So like, I really didn't tell people. And actually, it went as far as Uber was doing a brand ambassador thing, which you made a ton of money. Yeah. This is way back in the day. You'd stand at a gas station and you go up to people and be like, hey, would you like to sign up to be a driver? And people would be like, nah. And you'd be like, listen, if you sign up to be a driver today, you never have to drive not even one day. Uber's going to give you a $50 gift card. And they'd be like, sure, I'll sign up. (laughs) Every time they signed up, I would get $50. Wow. So I was making like 800 bucks a day doing this, which funded my activewear line. And I actually was too embarrassed to do it in LA because I know so many people. I drove (laughs) to Orange County to do it or no one would see me at the gas station. (laughs) That's hilarious. That's motivation. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Now, did you ever work at Hot Dog on a Stick? I mean, like, you know, those are nice uniforms. I did. I I nannied. I nannied for a little bit. I was an Uber brand ambassador. I also would do like some promotional things like go to golf course and they wanted you to stand behind a booth and have people try certain drinks or something. I did that, that kind of stuff. So you were unhappy. Your family's telling you to get a job. It sounds like part of your measure at a certain point became, is this making me happy? Even though initially it was, is this making me look cool? Exactly. In that transition, how did you stay true to yourself? Because I think this is what a lot of people struggle with. I have a belief that I'm this somebody. Nobody else can see it. Everybody else is telling me, don't do it. And there's this little light in me that I've got to nurture 
and go, come on, baby, let's shine. How do you push through that where everybody else is telling you, just get a job. This is silly. You want to go out and make yoga stuff. Like who does that? Yeah. You're doing part-time jobs. That's embarrassing. Just do. Why do I push through that? Yeah. You know what? I don't know if I have an answer for that. I think Mm -hmm. it's just certain people can and certain people can't. I think you have to have a certain level of guts, a certain level of just throwing it to the wind. I think you have to kind of trust, you know, you have to really go to a place of like, okay, I'm trusting myself. I'm trusting my journey on life is short. I'm going to try things. A lot of people don't try because of fear of how they're going to look if they fail, fear and fail. What is fail? What is fail? Right. I mean, I don't even believe in that word, actually. Yeah. Because if you've learned something, how have you failed? You didn't meet your expectation. Right. But like, is that really a failure if you learn something? I just think if you're a jerk all the time, you're failing, right? (laughs) But actually, if you're trying something quite noble... And it doesn't work out, doesn't meet your expectation. Is that really failing? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. But what I'm really hearing is just a willingness to take a chance despite the fear. Yeah, you just got to. And it's not easy. Like, that's the thing, too. It's not. And just because you've tried something and you've worked really hard, it doesn't mean it's going to meet your expectation. It doesn't mean that you're going to be like a major success. I mean, maybe you will be, but maybe you won't. Yeah. Some people look at me and they go, oh, wow, it really worked out for you. But in my head, I'm like, it's worked out okay. Right. I put a lot of work in. I thought it was going to be bigger. I thought I was going to be financially better off. Right. But God, wow, what a journey. What a freaking ride. Like the other opportunities, the things it's led into. Amazing. Gifts from God, really. Yeah. Well, it's easier from the outside to sit and go, wow, look at all the success. I mean, I'm thinking about, I watched an interview with Elon Musk and he was like, I was on the verge of everything completely failing. (laughs) I was minutes away from complete, absolute, nobody would have ever known my name. And so I think for a lot of people, they forget about all the hard work and they just see the snapshot at the end and go, what a winner, and don't realize or forget about the whole journey that gets us to where we are. Yeah, you also forget. And now that we're talking about it, I'm going back to that place. And I'm actually sitting here kind of going, wow, I'm really proud of you. Like, I'm proud of my younger self. Yeah. And proud of myself for even being able to talk about it like this. But on a daily basis, I'm just kind of at a certain place now. And I'm just going on my day. I'm not thinking about that. But talking about it, I go, wow, that was super cool and brave of you. Like, you go, girl. You know? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Now that you've gotten to this place, freedom is a big piece for you, being able to feel free, right? Yeah. And can you say more about that? Because it sounds like you've let go of the presentation piece of, look how cool my jobs are, and more about into, look how free I am. Can you talk about that freedom? Because I think there are a lot of people out there that would love to feel a sense of freedom. Yeah. I never thought I was like all about freedom. Right. I never thought I was that girl. But I don't know, as you tune into yourself, you start to just by asking yourself, what do you want? Okay, why do you want this? I really understand that I love freedom. 
Yeah. That's why I can't have like a job is because I can't have the confinement. I can't have someone telling me what I can do when I can do it. And that's actually quite difficult in a way because that means I have to eat what I kill. Like, I mean, I have to constantly (laughs) be out there hunting to feed myself. Right. Because I can't be in the confines of somebody telling me what to do. And (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think it's just, you know, know thyself, really. You just have to come to a point. I mean, in life, there's also limitations to freedom. We're never going to be completely free in this world. Just by the very existence of being in physical form, we're confined to a body, we're confined to a certain way we look, we're confined to a certain gender, a certain this, a certain, you know. Then there's other places where we have wiggle room. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I guess I do try to be as free as possible. You have a lot of female listeners. How do you help them be their best, most confident self? Is there some advice that you give them? Just sharing your own journey and modeling that, like, how do you share your message? Well, the motto for my brand is find your true nature. Okay. So I'm all about, don't listen to me. (laughs) Listen to yourself. You know what I mean? I don't like this kind of era we're in right now where it's like, I'm going to preach to you what you should be doing and how you should be feeling and how you should be thinking and all this kind of stuff. I actually within my social media and all of that, I stay away from political topics. I stay away from any of that kind of thing. Because for me, it's like I had to dig deep inside of myself to figure out what I really want. But what I really want can be very different from somebody else. Like I've never really wanted to get married, have kids. It's never been something that I've really wanted. But maybe for some women, it's what they really want. So who am I to tell them, no, you should travel the world and do all these other things might not be for some other people. So my whole thing is take the time to go inside of yourself and be quiet inside of yourself. Find freedom inside of yourself, in your being. Don't just like distract yourself your entire life and then wake up at 60 and go, what the hell have I done? Yeah. Like do it now, find your true nature and live by that. And that's also like a changing process too, because we all change what we wanted before we don't want anymore but it's just staying in tune with yourself. I love that. I just want to piggyback on top of that. Your clothesline is Confused Girl. Yes. Your book coming out is Confused Girl and Finding Peace in the Chaos, right? Yes. Are you a confused girl and have you found peace in the chaos? (laughs) I'm always going to be a confused girl. (laughs) I hope so. Because I think I named myself that when I was really confused. Yeah. I really was about everything. People go, you're not confused. Like you figured stuff out. And it's like, yes, sure. I'm not confused about what I was before. And now I'm confused about other things because life, there's always going to be confusion. Right. You know, you fall in love. You're confused because it's scary. You have a kid, you're confused. You turn a certain age and you're like, oh shit, or I want a career change. I'm confused. You know, it's life's always going to bring you confusing moments. And so I think a part of the beauty about it is you have something to discover. Yeah. So I think I will always be in discovery mode because I'm a curious person. Yeah. So I'm always going to be trying to discover something. And I think what my book, Confused Girl, Find Your Peace in the Chaos, is like, 
accepting the confusion, finding peace there, and then kind of enjoying the discovery mode. Yeah. Well, I love that because I think so many times we as adults feel like we have to present a certain way. We have to know certain things, even though secretly we're like, I don't know. And we don't name that we're confused or that we don't have an answer. And my mantra has always been when I was doing stand-up comedy or whatever I was doing, I would always say to myself, I don't know what works. Instead of going out going, I'm going to do this, or I know how to behave this, because I don't. But if I come in just open going, I don't know, we'll try this. Let's see where we go. (laughs) It leaves an opening to not fail so miserably because I'm just saying, let's discover. And I love that you're saying that. Like, I'm not confused, but if I'm in this place of, I don't really know, but I'm open. Exactly. I'm like, I'm open to changing my mind about something. I'm open to learning something. I'm open to understanding things in a more deep way. And that's happened to me too, where I thought I understood something and then I understood it more deeply. And I was like, oh, it wasn't so black and white anymore. It was shades of gray. Yeah. You know, then I understood people a little bit more because of that. And that kind of brings more compassion, just being more humble too. All that. All the things. That's so awesome. Well, Giovanna, we are at the Fast Five. So we're going to shift it up a little bit. Fast Five is brought to you by Acorns, where you can invest spare change, bank smarter, save for retirement, and much more. Check on the show notes to get more information. Now, you and I were talking because you use Acorns too. I do. And I do too. (laughs) I love it. Just the other day I looked and I was like, oh, I have $1,000 in there already. Yeah, it goes quick. (laughs) Even with my spending, I'm sometimes like $8, but I put more money in besides my little roundups. But it's just another way to get conscious and use automated savings to help get you on track. Yeah, exactly. It's just a little like nest egg for the future. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong. (laughs) All right, we're going to have some fun. We're going to see what we can learn here. Okay. What's the most cost-effective thing that everyone needs in their travel kit? The most cost-effective thing that everybody needs in their travel kit. I don't know. I think it's always good to bring like, oh, I know. I always bring it. Advil. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's great. Advil. You abs or ibuprofen. You abs. That's something I bring everywhere because you never know when you're going to like drink too much on vacation. And a lot of times when you're in foreign countries, they don't have things over the counter that are as strong as like ibuprofen. Because if I have a headache or I'm hurting, ibuprofen takes it away. But I had my family ship me Advil when I was living in Berlin because the German equivalent to it wasn't strong enough. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) I put peanut butter in all my kits. Oh, Peanut butter so that if the food's horrible, I got something to eat. I got a protein. Okay, there you go. There you go. What's one financial misconception people have about influencers? That we're probably doing better than we're doing financially. People think, oh, you have so many followers, you must be doing really well or making a lot of money from it. But the truth is, the people that are making a lot of money from it have millions and millions of followers. Yeah. So if you're a million and below, you're getting other great things. Like I get hotel collaborations all around the world, staying at five-star hotels amazing opportunities. And I do make money from it, but you have to do other things. Like it's not enough money to actually make a living just totally off of your pictures on Instagram. No. Right. You can't buy a small city. (laughs) Yeah. No. No. What city was the most expensive place you've ever lived? 
Oh, Iceland. Iceland? Yeah. I mean, I lived in Iceland for a month and it was very, Iceland's incredibly expensive, incredibly expensive. Yeah. I was eating at Subway a lot. Oh, there you go. <laughs> very Icelandic cuisine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, I mean, I did collaborations with nice restaurants. I mean, just a normal dinner for two at a restaurant in Iceland's $400. Oh, wow. Just normal. Yeah. I wouldn't be eating. So when I did have the collaborations with the restaurants, I was eating at Subway. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> rough. <laughs> wow. I would not be. Yeah, I'm not going to Iceland. Uh, what's the most unexpected hidden cost of owning your own business? The most unexpected hidden cost of owning your own business. I would say probably all the stuff that you need to invest in your marketing. I think marketing is the biggest cost, actually. Because if you really want to grow, you do need to do ads. You do need to do all this other stuff. So that's where all the money goes. Goes quick. Yeah, it goes quick. I mean, you're just talking like five, 10 grand, bam, couple months gone. So you really need to know what you're doing when you're doing that kind of stuff. But to grow, you have to do that kind of stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On your recent trip to Hawaii, what was your favorite purchase? Oh, could it be something I ate? Sure. Okay. If you didn't steal it, if you <laughs> if you purchased it. <laughs> I'm like, I really didn't buy anything, like any gifts for myself when I was over there. It would be this big, they have this macadamia nut chocolate chip cookie mm. that I would dip in my coffee in the morning. And that was my favorite. So good. Sometimes a cookie or biscotti and a cup of coffee is all you need. You can't beat it. That's called living. That's living. (laughs) That's living. That's awesome. Ocean view. Yeah. All of it. So we're at the M&M sweet spot money and motivation part of the show. Do you have a practical financial tip or a piece of wealth wisdom you could share with our listeners? Something that just has worked for you? Don't live beyond your means. I think that that's very important because people who live beyond their means, it's like a show off thing. They want, I did it, I did it. But it's like, nobody cares. Yeah. Like there's always going to be somebody better off than you or whatever. Who cares? Who cares? Just don't do that because it adds to more stress and the stress leads to real issues. Yeah. So I think the living beyond your means is just an illusion. And Nobody really cares, you know, what you're driving or what you're doing. The only person who really cares is you. So it's like live within your means and find joy in other places. Yeah. Because like what people are really attracted to and really look up to is someone that like shines. Is not somebody with like a nice car. And I've had both. Yeah. I had the really nice car and I was unhappy. And then the nice car, I remember thinking this nice car isn't really doing anything for me. Like it's not really getting me anything. Yeah. And I think most people that you're trying to impress are so busy trying to impress everybody else. They're not even really focused on what you're doing anyway. Cause they're like, did you see mine? Did you see mine? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, I don't even really want to be associated with people that live like that and think like that. I like to be associated with interesting, curious people that talk about interesting things. <laughs> Yeah, or part-time jobs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like more interested in hanging around people that are creating things versus bragging about what they just bought. So, Yeah, absolutely. 
Well, Giovanna, we're towards the end of the show here. And I just want to say, you know, this has been such a fun conversation because I love that you come off saying I'm confused, which I know you're not. But I love (laughs) that it's this place of being open and not knowing what's going to happen, knowing that there's going to be chaos, there's going to be stuff happening and still finding the peace within yourself anyway and being okay with knowing that that's just the norm. And I love that you do these little check-ins that say, hmm, I think I should go to the beach today. I mean, I'll stay in integrity and I'll talk with Bob for an hour, but like, <laughs> get me to the beach because that's where I belong today. Then audio. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, I think it's so important for people to check in and see what's true for them. And I appreciate that you shared, which is a little vulnerable, that like, hey, I don't want to look like I'm not living the cush life. We're working these part-time jobs. It's sort of below me. And yet being willing to do it anyway just that willingness to go out and say, this is my life. Time is short and I'm going to live it the way that's going to actually make me happy. And I think even though we didn't talk about it a lot, you said it a few times, like, am I happy? Yeah. Like I'm not happy. Yeah. And so that quest to find what's going to actually bring me the peace and the happiness, because it's certainly not the material things or the really cool looking job. And that is the truth. And the sad thing is, I think, is that people wait like too long Mm -hmm. and they're after something, after something, after something, and then they get it. And then they go, wait, this is it. Like, I thought I was going to be happy now. And this is all that it is. And I think that that causes huge depression, suicide. That is very scary. Yeah. You want to get to that point and be like, this is cool. I feel accomplished. I did this. That's awesome. But guess what? I was happy then. I'm happy now. I'm just proud of myself, right? Yeah. I think it's more like being proud of yourself than, okay, I felt like shit before and now I feel great now. No. If you feel like shit before, you're going to always feel like shit. It's not going to change unless you change. Yeah. Learn to celebrate. <laughs> Learn to celebrate yeah. and appreciate. Go to the beach. Go to the beach. Yeah. Well, where can people find you online and social media and where are they going to be able to find your new book? So you can find me at at Confused Girl LA on Instagram. And you can follow all of my travel journeys. And the book is still in the process of finding a publisher. Okay, cool. So my agent and I are still in the process of finding a publisher. But if you follow me on Instagram, I will let you know when the book is coming out. That sounds awesome. And if any of you are confused, we will put it in the show notes, written out so that you won't be confused. I'm excited to hear about your new book so you can share your life lessons and all the things that you've journeyed through. And Joanna, thanks so much for joining us today. Really appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. This was actually really great. Great way to start my day. Absolutely. And where can people find your apparel? Because it's still on sale. Confusedgirlinthecity.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Did you learn something new about your relationship to money today? Maybe you have a friend who has some financial blocks or beliefs that are holding them back. Please share this podcast so they too can get off the roller coaster ride of financial fears and journey towards financial freedom. To learn how to have a healthy relationship with money, visit themoneynerve.com. That's nerve, not nerd. We'll be back next week with another perspective on money and the emotions that bind us. 